listening to the Loving BDSM podcast, mini episode number 55. Okay, the Lord's here with the one, the only, the... You're definitely not caffeinated. No. John Brown's. No, I, I never well, even said I was. Well... Or close, yeah. Here's what's funny. Uh, we're time travelers. So yeah. the difference between last week's episode and this week's episode for listeners is minimum a week. But for us, it's five minutes. Right. And I keep asking... <laughs> <laughs> and the answer keeps being the same, even though it's week to week. And it's because we've only been sitting here for 45 minutes. Right. Right. So <laughs> inside baseball. A big thanks to our kinky patrons over at patreon.com slash Lords for making this episode possible. This week, we're going to talk about some things you might feel or experience or have happen in a scene uh, as a submissive or bottom that are not subspace. Welcome to the Loving BDSM Podcast. If this is your first time listening, glad to have you. If you're back for another week, welcome back. Come back often and feel free to add the podcast to your favorite podcast app. You can also follow the show on Twitter at Loving BDSM, on FetLife at Loving BDSM PC, on Instagram at that handle I will forever fucking hate, Loving DS the number one, so that's at Loving DS1, or on YouTube at youtube.com slash Loving BDSM. All links are in the show notes and the show notes can be found at lovingbdsm.net. How many times in the span of a minute or so can I say loving BDSM and it not sound like actual words to me? It does, like, I don't, bleh, it just sounds like a jumble. <laughs> okay, so this particular episode is, I wanted to do this episode when I was planning out episodes mm -hmm. and then realized we had never really in the mini episodes talked about subspace. So that's why two or three weeks ago we had the five things to know about subspace. Yeah. So then I could be like, look, we've talked about what subspace is, things you need to know. Let's talk about this now too. Uh, so there was a, a method to the madness uh, <laughs> and it relates back to something I said in that episode, which is that too many people try to chase subspace mm -hmm. and then they don't pay attention to what, they're actually getting out, potentially getting out of a scene or focus on what is happening in the scene. They're, they're, they're looking for that. And then in, in that instance, the moment is missed. Right. And so then it, the scene feels like it didn't go well, not because it didn't go well. Sometimes that happens. That's a mm -hmm. thing. But because this thing was not achieved, subspace was not achieved. So let's talk about in hopefully everybody's case, but we know things happen, that in most cases, here are some things that you might, you can and I hope do experience in your scene as a submissive or bottom that are not subspace. <laughs> uh, the first one being pleasure and satisfaction. Those, should, are, those are good things good. to experience, yeah. Please have scenes that you uh, enjoy and you're like, yes, that was good. Yeah. <laughs> if you're not, y'all, what are we doing? What are we doing? And, you know, I, I just want to say, you know, the whole satisfaction thing, which, which is good, but don't base the satisfaction of the scene on whether you achieve subspace. Right. To me, the idea of satisfaction is you get through it whether you come back to your right mind or not, you go through your aftercare, you don't like whatever, whatever. And at the end of it, you're like, yeah, I do that mm -hmm. again. Yeah. You know, look at nice. things like, did someone use your favorite flogger? And, you know, did they flog you well? Did you come away with some lovely bruises? Mm -hmm. You know, the, those are all the little things. So, you know, right. find like, your satisfaction in that as well. And if you are finding that you're routinely disappointed in a scene because there's no subspace or you're not even sure what satisfaction, you know, you're not sure if you are satisfied with the scene, 
the next time before you get kinky, and this is long time kinksters who are married 40 years and you're getting kinky in your bedroom. And it's, you know, newish bottoms who are going to a play party or dungeon and negotiating pickup play. Like before you get to that point where you are having something done to you consensually, Mm -hmm. think about what satisfaction feels like. Is it specific toys? Is it specific sensations? Is it marks? Is it, the thing was negotiated and done the way you wanted it to be done. Like satisfaction and pleasure can come from so many different sources. Um, It doesn't always have to be orgasmic. For many kinksters, it might not be orgasmic, Mm -hmm. especially if you're doing public play, that might not even be an option until you get home. Um, But if arousal is part of it for you, even if you're not actually finishing with some sort of sexual activity, that gets to be a source of satisfaction Mm -hmm. and pleasure as well. So think about what you might want from a scene if if we finally just take subspace off and go, that's a nice to have, but I'm not expecting it. Right. What does pleasure and satisfaction look like to you? There you go. The next one, and this will not be for everybody, but that's okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, instead of subspace, um, go for intimacy and connection. Yeah, you know, during, during many scenes, I know for us, um, we look for that intimacy, uh, even if that intimacy isn't something we're chasing, we at least go for the connection. Well, and you know, we always discuss kink scenes similar to power exchange. It's an energy exchange. Right. So do I think you can feel connected to a partner you just met 20 minutes ago, negotiated the scene real quick? Sure, sure. That's not always the case for everybody. And it's okay if it's not. I definitely think about intimacy and connection for long-term partners um, because you might be trying to live your best kinky life. You might um, have been together for months or years. And especially the longer you're together, sometimes the harder it is to remember that you're connected and to find those moments to be intimate. And intimacy can mean so many different things. It's not just about getting naked with one another. It's about sharing an experience. Right. It's about giving and receiving. So when we talk about the energy exchange mm-hmm. in a kink scene, especially, bottoms and subs, you're not just sitting, lying or standing there having a thing done to you. You know, it's the exchange is how are you responding? And that doesn't mean you have to be screaming. It's just, are you making little noises? Is your body relaxing? Are you leaning into sensations? Are you like, what is the interaction you're having with your dom or top? And can that interaction be something that is fulfilling to you both? So that when you're done with the scene, not only are you satisfied with what happened, but you're like, I'm feeling a little bit closer to this person right now. In pickup play and quick negotiated play, that connection will be short lived. It'll hopefully, if things go well, it'll be in the moment of the scene. And then when everything's done, maybe you don't feel that way anymore. But for long-term relationships, that's a great thing to help carry you through the bill paying, the work stress, the Mm -hmm. parenting stress, the life stress until the next time you can you know, have that moment together because to be reminded that, wait, there's this thing that we're deeply connected on and we enjoy doing together. And Mm -hmm. that is part of our relationship and, you know, part of what, you know, leaves us sexually satisfied or just romantically satisfied or whatever, whatever, you know, long-term relationships, definitely we need that. We need that more than we realize. Um, So yeah, fuck subspace. If especially I'm, I'm thinking in my situation, you and I have known one another for nearly a decade. We've been in a relationship for almost nine years. I want the, I want to feel connected to you. And do I, can I walk through this life going, I love that man with every atom in my body. 
Also, sometimes I want to pinch his head. <laughs> also, he annoys me. Oh, wait, now we're in this kink scene. And we've just shared this moment. Maybe it was 20 minutes. Maybe that's all we had time for. But yeah. man, I'm one, more relaxed. And two, isn't he a nice person? <laughs> I like him again. <laughs> because we've had that moment. Right. Okay. Next one. Um, catharsis and release. Yeah. That, that's something that's important. And I mean, for you... Um, there are times, you know, you don't even want to think about subspace, but you need that release. You know, your, your, um, uh, keyword would be, you know, my skin is tight, mm -hmm. meaning, you know, you need a spanking to bring you to tears to kind of, you know, so it, it's, it's not a single goal purpose. No. And the thing I would say is catharsis and release is a little tricky, like subspace, because there have been times I've been like, look, beat my ass until I'm crying. And then you, you've wailed on me and I could not cry. Mm -hmm. So be careful how you view what catharsis and release can be. Sometimes I, that's what I want. I want something intense and I will not have an emotional reaction outwardly. But right. when I'm done, I might be more relaxed. Um, and is that because there was some sort of energy release or, or physical release? Or was it because I got intimacy and connection that I needed? I can't always say. Um, the first time I cried in a scene, not because things were going awfully or because I wanted things to stop, but because the sensation over literally overwhelmed my senses and mm -hmm. the only response I had left in me was to cry. And I had that therapeutic sort of reaction. Mm -hmm. um, it scared me because Whew. I associate crying with something bad happening. Right. And here I was consensually having my ass beaten not wanting it to stop, <laughs> but also crying. And I was like, what is happening? Um, this type of thing that you can potentially seek within your scene. Um, one, we say a kink can be therapeutic. It is not therapy. It does not replace professional help. But two, I would just say that sometimes that's what you want. And it might, you might not get exactly what you're after. It could be something in your mind and body that's not cooperating. It could be that the sensations and experience you thought you wanted were not enough for release. It could be that the release is more subtle. Um, anybody who's been uh, listening to us long-term, several weeks ago, we did a long episode on burnout. Yeah. And part of what leads to burnout is stress that is building up in our bodies. And so mm -hmm. the number one way to deal with the stress building up in our bodies is what they call complete the cycle, close the circle finish let your your monkey brain know that the lion is no longer chasing you and to release that stress kink can absolutely be part of it if you're in the right right mindset sure. for it you might not feel the catharsis or release in the form of tears or screaming or like some big reaction but it'll be how do you feel later are you more relaxed right. you might have had your release mm -hmm. and then finally a, a reason to, the thing to chase, a reason to do a thing that has nothing to do with subspace. Exploration and new experiences. You want to try new shit. Sure. I mean, you know, we're we're always learning in this lifestyle and there's always something new that's coming up. And there's nothing wrong with wanting to explore that. Uh, you know, finding something new to to dive into can be a pleasurable experience in and of itself, mm -hmm. you know, especially if it's done right. Yep. Uh, see, last week's, uh, or two weeks ago, mini episode yeah. on how to do a new kink. But yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, just the act of let's try this thing together mm-hmm. is a reason to do the thing, not right. because you think you're going to get some altered state of consciousness. <laughs> like, <laughs> quite frankly, when you're trying something new or you're exploring something new, there's a damn good chance you're not. Yeah. You know, especially if you a lot of thinking and thought process on your part as the bottom or the submissive had to go into doing it. I know for me, if I have been part of the planning of the thing we're doing, my brain is simultaneously going, oh, that feels good. And also, okay, okay, check. We did that. Okay, we talked about that. Oh, and I am experiencing that sensation that the internet told me I would. Okay, hmm. check. And my mind is too in it to be yeah. able to float away on some right, space. Right. So, yeah, there's lots of things that you can and hopefully will. I, d- I don't want to say should because I don't like to should on anybody, but that mm-hmm. you hopefully can and will experience in your scene as a submissive or a bottom that has nothing to do with subspace. So that subspace becomes, like we said, the icing on the cake. It's the extra. It's the thing that feels good. Hell, I know people who get really annoyed when they experience subspace because that's not what they were going for. They did not want to like be high for lack of a better term they wanted to still be in their mind and able to function afterwards so let's reframe what the intention is as the person on the receiving end of this scene sub or bottom um i'm begging you stop chasing subspace (laughs) especially stop chasing it if you are finding your scenes wanting or lacking because Mm -hmm. that's the thing that's you know sometimes there's a frame of mind you you want something so bad that you're chasing it and you put a level of stress on yourself that it becomes even harder to achieve. Absolutely. Absolutely. So that is our uh, our lecture <laughs> <laughs> for all the subs and bottoms out there. Um, hopefully, if anybody's been like in this moment, you can be like, oh, wait. Yeah, let me let me take a moment and reassess. Let, what mm-hmm. was that last scene actually like? Um, and uh, we want everybody to have better kinky fuckery. Like we want us to have better kinky fuckery. Heck yeah. I mean, look, the kinky fuckery we have is not bad at all. It's very good. It's just rare. It's too, we need some of that intimacy and connection. That's what I'm saying. Uh, That's what I'm saying. Okay. So (laughs) (laughs) we're going to go. Uh, we will be back later this week with a long episode. Um, I will link to, um, all the things we've talked about with subspace, um, and I'll even I'll try to remember to link to Burnout if you haven't listened to that episode yet, but in the mm-hmm. show notes so you can go do a deep dive. And we will talk to you soon. Bye. Bye.